1: This is season three, episode one sixty-three of the Positivity Project with Chris and Mike. We're glad you joined us again. And if you're a first time listener, welcome. Hello. So we're gonna check in from last week for uh, the challenge you guys were supposed to respond, respond instead, instead of react. react to, you know, to situations you were put in. So.
0: I know I did. Um, I had a couple situations actually that challenged me. And instead of Being like, no, we're not doing that. I just, I listened and I let the person explain it all the way out. And while I still don't agree and I still don't, I can't quite see where they're at yet. I'm okay with that. Like, I feel like I still respected them and their ideas, and I didn't just, like, do a knee-jerk reaction. Well, that's one thing about,
1: you know, responding instead of reacting, because a lot of times you react, you may react to the tone in someone's voice Mm -hmm. and not to the actual situation that needs addressing. So that's why it's good to stay back or, or sit back for a minute, take a breath, and... And you know, respond. Can you bring something positive to what's going on instead of just shutting someone down by you know reaction? Right. So, want to get you to rate your week because we are fresh off of a quick uh, camping trip.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, my week is—I'm going to give it a nine point five.
1: Wow, nine Yeah, it was. It
0: was hot, and it was, but it was a really good week at work, and we had a nice trip to the valley. Yes, and a n- really great ride home. The yeah. weather Sunday. You couldn't. Be. Oh my
1: word! Yeah, you windows be. down the entire way. Yeah, and for the you know middle of uh, July, that's saying something around here for sure. You know, because it was pretty hot most of the weekend in the valley. But mm-hmm. so
0: let me get you to rate your week. How about you?
1: Let's see. I'm going to do a nine point four eight. I don't have quite the tinkle, in twint tinkle, twinkle. You get the in my eye, yeah, that you do. You got so. the tinkle. I don't feel. Even though I feel that I'm probably right there where you are. I just, okay. You're sweating.
0: I see the sweat. Your hair is wet. <laughs> You know, it's funny because we have this long ride home from the valley. Yep. So it's about about three hours on the average. Uh,
1: three, three. It took three It depends. To today, we had to so, stop.
0: So, okay. So it's, we have that nice long ride home. It was actually pretty quiet we had a little music on but
1: talked a little bit but for the most part we were just chilling enjoying the mm -hmm. the air and the breeze and the windows down and And
0: then we get home and it's like uh, get this (laughs) done get the hummingbird food done get this move this and then you talk to your son on the way home and he's getting ready to move which we're going to talk about in a second and he needed to make one last trip to the dump and he didn't want to take rightfully so he didn't want to take his truck into the dump risk
1: getting a nail or a screw when he's got you know A long, long drive ahead of him. A thousand mile ride ahead of him.
0: So you offered for him to come grab your trailer. You'll take it to the dump for him later this week. Yep. But it was like, you've literally been running around like a chicken with your head cut off.
1: Yeah, we've been home for over an hour. So it's been nonstop. And we have a deadline
0: to get something done by five o'clock. Yep. So So it's, yeah, anyway, so you're a little frazzled still and that's Okay.
1: I'll pick you up. Yeah.
0: Do a little quick meditation. Bring yourself present.
1: I'm all good now, baby.
0: So, okay. So let's (laughs) talk a little bit about Mikey moving. Mikey and Ashley and the kids. There's five of them moving all the way to Florida.
1: So three of the grandkids are packing up along with my son and daughter-in-law and they are headed to Florida.
0: Yep. How are you doing?
1: Um. I don't know. I'm, I'm doing good most of the time, but every once in a while starts to sink in. You know, mm-hmm. um, they they still live an hour from us now. So, you know, we don't spend as much time together as we probably should or I would like. But, Trevor lives 10 minutes know. away. We very rarely see him. Yeah, I haven't seen him a decade, in but a month and a half. The, the, the main thing with it is every once in a while, you know, I'll call over there and they'll call, Pop, can you bring me some McDonald's? You know, yeah. Mm-hmm. I've got the option whether I just can do it or can't do it, you know, now besides you the point. But now I don't have that option where I used to mm-hmm. be able to grab him at McDonald's and take my packed lunch or whatever and go over and sit and eat lunch with him. Mm-hmm. Um, or the other day for his birthday, you know, he, mm-hmm. he'd run by and see him for a few minutes and drop him off a gift. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and that's that's going to be tough, you know, seeing that go away.
0: So I'll give you a little bit of advice because I did the same thing. I had a lot of anxiety when my when my mom and dad moved to Florida. Trevor was I don't know three I think yeah and it was that it was very I was very anxiety ridden over the fact that I wasn't going to see my mom every single day. Or be and here's the thing: there's yep. phones. Yep. There's now we have Facetime or right, so whatever. We'll, you know, Facebook Messenger. You can video chat that way. So, I think for me, how it, how it was for me, I'm not saying this is how it's going to be for you. It, I was more anxious and more upset over all of the um, things leading up to it. And then when they moved, it really was no big deal. Right. You know, I actually, I still talk to my mom every single day. Um I probably won't quite so much this week cuz she's ha- had a girls uh, week with two of her lifelong girls besties. Wild in Florida. Look out people. Um <laughs> Florida
1: will never Isla will never be the same. Almarada
0: will <laughs> never be the same. Um so that's just my take. That's how it was for me. Uh, but I see where you're coming and we just had a little quick surprise visit when Mikey came to pick up the trailer. He yep. brought two of the grandkids with him and they are just about as adorable as they come. So I will miss them pop it over or us popping down there to see them, but, but it'll be it more intentional way. now. Right.
1: And, and then when we do get to see him, it's going to be, it's going to mean a lot more, mm-hmm. you know, it'll be, it'll be that much more, uh, uh, important that, you know, the time we do spend with him, which now, Not that we take it for granted, but it's stop by 15, 20 minutes, half hour, 45 minutes, whatever, have a bite to eat, you know, roll them around the yard for a little bit and then, you know, we'll go on our way. And now it's going to be a little bit more dedicated time spent with them. And I think it'll just mean that much more every minute that we get to spend with them.
0: Right. And we have talked about some options for the future. You know, they're not going to be terribly far away from like Panama City, Panama City Beach or Destin. So it might be something where maybe one year we can plan you know, we could fly down there we rent a house big enough where they could come stay with us and they can have one wing and then we'll have the rest have of the house write. or something. <laughs> no, I love my great kids, but you know, it's funny when you, you don't have, have that separation, when you there. don't when you're not used to having kids around little kids around all the time, and there's a certain noise level that comes with little ones, especially boys. You, you don't, you know, you f- kind of forget after you don't have it for a while. Um, and then when you were talking to Mikey on the way home, it's, it's I think it's typical what he's going through about the everybody needing everybody wants to say goodbye or right. throw that party or come over and see you, but they're packing up an entire house and they're going to settlement on two houses the same day, one in Florida, one here.
1: Yeah, and, they've got their hands full. And the last thing people need to do is add pressure on an already exhausted mm-hmm. schedule. I mean it's you know, they're probably you know, 90, 95% packed, but they still have to have something to sleep on. They still have to have a few odds and ends of coffee, something to drink, mm-hmm. you know, so mm-hmm. their last day or their last couple of days over the weekend, they're going to have to do last minute packing. You know, they're sleeping on air mattresses because right. everything's already packed up, but all that's got to be put away. Last little bit of clothes, you know, they right. got to pack bags for the road because they're going to be stopping several times on the way down the road, you right. know, so.
0: And so it, I think for it, it it's going to, it's a lot for them. It, we've always kind of had this mindset where because you have um, your kids are from another marriage, Trevor's from a different marriage for me. So all of our kids have multiple sets of parents that they try to accommodate and see at holidays and stuff like that. Well, We've always tried to be the most hands off and the the we try to be as. N-
1: basically, we just say it's okay.
0: Well, tra- try, had- we try. We try to be demanding. Right. There's one holiday that we claim is ours, and that's Easter. Easter. Yep. And I feel like that's like the lower, the lowest on the totem pole. Right. It's not Thanksgiving. It's not Christmas.
1: But we don't hold them. You know, say we want to do a quick cookout and everybody can mm-hmm. make it, and one person can't. But mm-hmm. that's okay. Right. It's okay. You know, and and they feel no that pressure they get, here. You know, um, a lot of flack from other family members when that happened, right. and that does that doesn't happen here, and it's not going to happen here. I mean, it's just not the way. You know, we we want to deal with things, mm-hmm. so and the You're same right. thing with moving. I'm going to accommodate them well, as best we can right. to see them. And we were going to go Sunday, mm-hmm. and then we got thinking about it. And we're like, hold on a I minute, mean, that's that's it. And he's like, he was okay with you. I will work around it, but we're doing this. And I said, you know, stop, stop, stop. You need Sunday to relax all to and yourself. decompress. We will come over after work one evening, or we'll go get a bite to eat somewhere. And we'll then you realize, you know, when
0: he was here, that they don't have a kitchen table for all any right. of us. To we're going to take pizza over. But we'd all wind up sitting, standing up. So right. instead, we're gonna go out to a, to a restaurant where the kids can have whatever it is that they like, and we can all be able to sit down and have a meal together. And we could say our goodbyes then. And I'm sure he'll call you from the road.
1: Oh, we'll, we'll talk. Yeah, the, I think the goodbyes at the the dinner after we eat, you know, or do whatever we're going to do that evening, I think is probably going to be the toughest part. <laughs> so
0: maybe we don't call them goodbyes. Yeah, maybe we call them see you later.
1: Yep. I gotcha. Okay. You have to me.
0: All right. So I got another really awesome article from 10% Happier today. It comes... They, I get an article every Sunday. And this one was another one that struck me. They don't all strike me. Like they don't all... I don't feel like they all hit me hard in my soul. But this one I thought was a really good one. And it was about mindful ambition.
1: Mindful ambition.
0: So and, you know, it's that balance, right? You want to be that meditator who is not attached, to his, you know, um, zen out for lack of a better word, but you own your own business, right? I own a coaching business and I'm, a, we're both type A personalities. We're very ambitious people by nature when you say, yep. And I think we're very goal driven people.
1: Oh, without a doubt. I mean, we always have, we always have that next move in mind or that next goal in mind or that, you know, it, and it keeps you moving, it keeps you on track and it keeps you, it keeps you healthy. You know, not to say that we don't meditate and I and I you know hoping that you're getting ready to put some shed some light on the situation because we meditate whenever we can and it brings us joy when we do, but we don't condemn ourselves for the day we can't because we have an ambition or something that we've, you know, something we're looking to do.
0: Right. So what this article talks about, and I will put a, I'll put a link to it in our Facebook group. It basically says that it's okay to be ambitious and to have goals, but it's, so you set them, you put them in motion, and then you work on that non-attachment because if you're attached to it, you're not able to stay present in this moment and, and enjoy right now. And so, and I found myself being very um, goal-oriented and very much future-thinking on our ride home today. And I had to bring myself back a couple times and say, notice how nice the air is today. Right. Look how the leaves are blowing on the trees. And, and then come back to... Right now, I have a, I mean, I had a lot going on in my brain. We've got Trevor and Megan's wedding coming up in less than three months. We haven't secured the rehearsal dinner place. We, um, you know, they're coming over today to talk money and when do they need monies and that kind of stuff. I haven't found my dress. You have to go fitted for, you have to go get fitted for your tux. And I feel like all of a sudden the three month mark has kind of, you know, gotten here right. and I'm feeling a little, um, not stressed, but just a little, um, I'm a planner. So I'm always thinking ahead. So I was finding myself being very future thinking in my, with my thoughts on the ride home. Right. And that goes back to being ambitious. So you, I think it's, it's that balance where you don't want to be so focused on what's coming down the pike in the future that we forget to stop and enjoy what's happening right now.
1: Right. And I, I I don't disagree at all, but you know, with the COVID and everything, their wedding plans have been bumped and bumped and bumped and, Mm You know, at at some point, everybody's was like, oh, man, we just need to wait to make sure things are going to be opened up and it's okay to go. And now it is. So, you know, onward and upward. I mean, you got it's full steam ahead to get this wedding pool together in time. Agreed.
0: But I'm trying to also, like, be present for today. Enjoy what's happening today. We have Megan's shower coming up in a couple weeks here mm-hmm. at our house. And I am going to work really, really hard to just be that day. And be here and absorb all of the love that's going to surround her, and all of the well wishes, and all of the laughter and the funny stories, and and everything that's going to happen that day. I know it's going to be a flurry of it's going to be a flurry of excitement and activity leading up to it because we have stuff that you know you we want to get the carpet kicked in the basement, and we have right. to rearrange the furniture, and we're selling a fish tank, and anyway, it's going to be a, there's a lot of stuff to do to prep for it on our end. I'm super happy to do it and love having people at our house. I love our home, but I'm going to make sure that I'm purposefully intentional. I'm intentionally grounded and present that day.
1: We know this wedding is a whole process and the whole thing should be enjoyed. You Mm -hmm. know, no point should it be stressful. Are things going to go wrong? Probably. Right. Something will get dropped. Something will happen. But the whole point at the end of the day, these two beautiful people are going to be married and everybody's going to have a good time. Mm -hmm. So whatever happens in between, we just need to, you know, be in the moment and enjoy yeah. it as, as it comes along.
0: And it's the same thing I think about for the ambition side of it. I think about what our future plans are for hitting the road. And, you know, and sometimes I get too wrapped up in how are we going to make money? And what are we going to do here? And where's the first place we want to go? And, oh, are we going to be able to see everything in the, fir- the first summer that we're going to n- stop? Focus on today. What can I what can I accomplish today? And then and actually just let that stuff go. Let what is meant to come to me come to me. But but be aware if that opportunity comes knocking to make sure that I open that door and say, Hey, is this the opportunity for me? Let's explore
1: it. Right. Absolutely.
0: So yeah. So I thought that was a really great article. And I will I'll put a link to it in our Facebook
1: group. Good deal. So So, I see you have up there. Points of view. I do. And then the so, storm.
0: so I've got a couple of stories. So I'm going to start with a work one first. So a lot of us at work um, have been, we've, ha- we've had the Myers-Briggs personality assessment done. And um, so I have a new guy on my team. And um, f- uh, the Myers-Briggs, by that personality assessment, assessment, I'm a detail person. My new guy is a big picture person, which means he can see all the way to what it could take us two years to accomplish to, he can see that today.
1: Right. right.
0: I cannot. I'm stuck. Not at today, but I'm stuck at, I could see one, two, I could see, um, processes one, two, three, or like steps one, two, three to get there. He's at, tw- he's at, he's at 20 and I'm at two. So it's really hard for me to see where he's at. And this is where last week's challenge came in for me. Right. Because he was throwing some really, for me, really far out there things my way. And instead of me saying, no, we can't do that. I just said, that sounds really interesting. Let's explore it more and see how maybe we can get to that. Because I can't see that. So, But I have to be respectful enough of his point of view to say... While I can't see that right now, maybe we can work together and put our minds together to see how we can work it out because I need to know all the steps from one to 20 when he's already at 20, I need to know how we're going to get to there anyway. So it was, um, it was important for me as his supervisor to honor his point of view, know that I respect it and I appreciate it. And that, um, it, it's important to our team that right. he keep bringing these ideas. Um, one of the other guys on my team is also a detail person. He, he flat out says, I can't see what you're talking about guy, dude. I just, I can't see it. And so I had to say, let him talk it out. You're not going to see it. I'm not going to see it. And our lean consultant said, Chris, he's at Z you're stuck at a, just hang on for a little bit. Right. And that's the best advice Dan can give me. So that happened this week at work so it was it struck me like so it was good that i think that we had the challenge from last week so i could respond instead of just react
1: well i'm glad that that struck you and you you gave yourself the opportunity to do that instead of skipping over it so yeah
0: and then like it was important to me to honor his point of view because my thought is that if you and i have and we do have difference of opinions in certain areas Mm -hmm. it's it's important for me that you honor how I see things just as much as it's important for you for me to honor how you see Absolutely. things. Absolutely. So I think that it's important for us to do that. And then so yesterday we were at the Valley and you and Pam was in the her camper cutting up vegetables or something and you were starting the grill and Robert and I were sitting on the front porch and we could see this storm kind of coming around us. And Robert's telling us all these stories about how a buddy of his went out to sh- close a shed and he got, elec- he got electrocuted he got, and
1: he, got by he became
0: a vegetable for the rest of his life and how this person got electrocuted and that person got electrocuted. I'm over here. Acting like Lieutenant Dan on the shrimp boat, like screaming at Mother Nature, like "Let's see what you got! Give it to me, Mother Nature! Bring it on!" <laughs> so what I didn't realize—probably
1: horrifying to poor man.
0: I think I scarred him for life. Poor Robert, he probably couldn't even come up with a joke for this week because I scarred him so bad.
1: No, I got one. He gave me one.
0: Oh, okay. Well, excellent. So it was. So I feel like it's kind of the yin and yang of the universe. Like, I feel like I did a really good job at work, but then I didn't pick up on the cues Robert was giving me to honor and respect his anxiety that he obviously was happening. Meanwhile, you got me standing in the middle of the field, like acting like Lieutenant Dan in his wheelchair on a shrimp boat in Forrest Gump, you know, screaming at Mother Nature. Because I love thunderstorms. I love them.
1: But that doesn't mean you're going to grab a metal pole and run out in the middle of a field doing the dance. I'm not stupid. Right.
0: No. But I just like my mom used to take us out onto the carport when I was a kid and we would watch the thunderstorms. We'd watch the clouds roll in and we'd see the wind and, you know, was it the smartest thing to do? I don't know. Your mother made so you guys... It was guys- just the opposite.
1: You you sit in the middle of the floor and be quiet because if you're loud, lightning's going to get you. It will come through the window and strike you for being loud. I think it was her way of getting us to shut up and sit down. So, Probably. You know? Probably. Keep us, keep us quiet for a few minutes, but...
0: So have you... Ha- I'm sure you have, but, like, what do you do when you try to honor other people's points of view when they
1: differ from yours the easiest way i do is and and i do this a lot i try to put myself in their shoes Mm -hmm. not i may not understand just like you don't and you guys are like dan said you're at a he's at z when you guys get to the middle it could be partially down the road that you feel that it should be going by that time by the time you catch up and he may have to back off what he's thinking that should be to get mm-hmm. to where you 're trying to head if it makes sense and mm-hmm. but typically what I do the first thing I always do is I stop, take myself out of my situation, put myself in someone else 's shoes, and try to look at it from their perspective mm-hmm. you know um, and a lot of times new people in a company you know not that they have to, but we're all guilty of it. You know, you, you want to prove a point. You want to bring something to the table, no matter what it is. And you know, you're you're trying very hard to fit in. And sometimes the more you try to fit in, the less you actually do fit in. You know, instead of being your natural self. But you know, it it um you know that this points that he has or that he's trying to bring to the table may be something that he's foreseen or something he's already gone through and he knows that it can get there and it might not even be where the company's looking ahead right now and
0: he's he's had a lot of other jobs he's had a very varied um career path thus far and he's a really smart guy he's just like i just i can't see it he's just
1: very forward thinking he is he's very big picture
0: very big picture well thank you i i like that approach because that sounds like a more of a collaborative approach and i'm gonna have to tone down my excitement for thunderstorms <laughs> when we go into the valley moving forward yeah well
1: i don't expect you to run and hide either because i like to sit and look and, and no watch. i'm not gonna I mean, run and hide but i'm not gonna act cloud. like lieutenant dan either right but I'm we are not could gonna see shout to nature coming in yesterday it was like one of the coolest things it was just like a wall yeah of water headed it was, like, and it was watched and it you, never we never got brained on yeah
0: well we got sprinkle. a little bit but yeah, it, yeah literally across like Two the next fields, over, right? You could see this line, but it wasn't even the next mountain. Like it was down, like Slater's farm, right? You, which is just the next farm over. You could see this this line of, of rain yeah. because you couldn't even see the you couldn't even see the mountain range across right. from us. So it was, um, yeah. I but would... you
1: remember we left out of here the other day and did not go half Sorry, a mile. Sorry, Lily is crashing and, at a hard weekend. Uh, we did not go a half a mile and it was everything yeah. was underwater like they they had had a flood. True. And it, it was we didn't get a drop and it was the streets. So. True, true. So I see so you going to give a shout out to yeah. somebody. So
0: our friend Kelly Jackson down in South Carolina, she's kind of... Formerly
1: s- from? Formerly from New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs>
0: she has this side hustle of business um, going. She can't... Set, there's the rules and the laws in South Carolina don't permit her to ship out of the state. But she's started this cookie business or, you know, I guess she's selling cookies out of her house that are beautiful, very much like our friend Janine does, Um And she does these beautiful and amazing cookies and I'm really excited for her. She did these, um, I think she still does like dots and dollars. It's uh, Mm -hmm. like painting with dots and stuff and it's, that's beautiful too. But Kelly, we are really excited for you. Congrats. I hope that this, um, yeah, I hope this really takes off for you, girl. And then on a sad note, I wanted to extend our condolences to our friends, Janine and Ken- Kenny. Uh, I work with Kenny and Janine um, is a dear friend and a very awesome supporter of our podcast. And they, um, unfortunately, they lost their dog this week. Lola was, she was, she was an elderly, she was an AARP girl. And um, I think she was 14 and a half years old. Wow. And that's old for a Sharpei. A. So, but they had to, uh, they had to let her go across the Rainbow Bridge this week. So our condolences.
1: Yes. So do you have a challenge for us for I this I do. Week?
0: I want you guys to take a minute and recognize when somebody else's point of view differ, might differ from yours. Don't go Lieutenant Dan on people. And figure out how you can honor their point of view and still retain your autonomy.
1: I like that. That's a good one. Okay. Yep. Yep. Excellent. So how about our good news story for the week?
0: Okay, this is cool. Trevor would love this. So Legos has unveiled their first brick prototype that's made from recycled bottles. So they're not going to be in stores for a minute because there's still about another year's worth of testing. But they've been prototyping for quite some time. They have 150 scientists and engineers who've been working to try to find sustainable solutions for the Lego products, which if you don't know what a Lego is,
1: where You've been, have been hiding you been? under a rock. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> if you're a parent, it's that stuff you step on at 2 a.m. because yeah, the hurt kids left it yeah. out. Um, but apparently their Legos need to have like a certain amount of um, power like to be able to, like I guess, withstand people stepping on right. them at 2 a.m. Um, but so this is a huge breakthrough for them. So I'm really excited to say that it takes about... Um, let me see what they said. I think they said it was something like one a, one liter bottle can make up to, I think it, it said 10 Lego bricks. Wow. Yeah, one liter plastic PET bottle provides enough for raw materials for 10 small Lego bricks. So that's a great way to be able to reuse all those PET bottles that people are recycling. Well, I'm just
1: glad that they're actually investing in it and moving forward instead of just turning a blind eye and continue to make money doing what they're doing. So any chance you can give back or help, you know, fix anything you know mm-hmm. especially the problem we have with water bottles i mean you know 20 years ago it was unheard of to pay for bottled water and now right every person is carrying around a bottle of water
0: yep exactly so here's your positive quote for the week iced coffee on a hot day can work miracles
1: I like it. I'm just saying.
0: It's been hot. (laughs) That's a
1: quote for you. (laughs)
0: Yes. Yes, it is. So I hope that you guys. Oh, make sure you catch us on the midweek pod flash. We're going to be talking about the dog days of summer and how we can stay positive during the dog days of summer. (laughs) um yeah so check that out Wednesday that'll come out Wednesday I hope you guys have a great rest of your week make sure you are following us on Facebook the positivity project with Chris and Mike you uh want to check that out for sure hit
1: that subscribe button and give us that five star rating
0: yep so you never miss an episode absolutely I hope you guys have a fantastic rest of your week be kind be well and until next time
1: choose positivity my friends